Good morning to you. Good morning, good morning, good morning. You're tuned in and locked in right here to the Keep the Morning Moving Morning Show. And I'm your happy host, Jerry Pete Beasley, broadcasting live from the historic KCOH studios on the corner of Alameda and Wichita. Smack dab in the middle of what some call Third Ward, others call 
uh, Midtown. I simply call the thing home in the glorious, magnificent, awe-inspiring city of Houston, Texas, and all over the world via KCOHradio.com. KCOHTV, the Boost app. Tune in, Alexa, BBC Global OS, uh, Spotify, wherever you stream your favorite podcast. Facebook on the Keep the Morning Moving Morning Show page. Go there, like it, be a part of what we're doing on the Keep the Morning Moving Morning Show page. The Keep the Morning Moving Morning Show page. Go there. And then you can get the replay if you miss it today. All right? All right. Well, it's rainy out here. And uh, it's uh, getting a little heavy. But I thank God he held back the rain. It was a little moist on the way here. But he held out the heaviest rain until I got here. And I prayed about that, that I'd get here safely. And that everybody else that was traveling on the highways and byways would get to their destination safely. And then we can get back to where we need to go after this safely as well. But now I see that the rain is getting ready to come down. I often tell you I'm not a meteorologist, just a woman looking out the window and uh, and I'm not a traffic person, but I'm going to tell you now, it's cars out there, so be careful. Rain, wet streets and cars, be careful. Alright? Alright, there that is. I pray you had a wonderful weekend. I did, once again, I was able to get a lot of done, a lot done, and I'm grateful for that. These weekends go so quickly. But I got in the car this morning, and as I was driving, I'm like, oh, it's looking a little rainy. It's a little moist out. It's not as cold as it's been, you know. But before I could say anything else, I just went into this praise and began to thank God for the opportunity to get up, for the opportunity to have somewhere of purpose to go. This is not just a job for me. This is a place of purpose where God allows me the platform to speak to people all over the world, and not only speak to people, but inspire, encourage, motivate, edify the body of Christ and those who were not believers, but say, because I tuned into your show, you're making me look at this Bible a little different. That's a blessing. They're in the UK listening. They're in California listening. They're in Canada listening. They're in Japan listening. They're all over the world tuned in, and I have the opportunity to use this platform for the glory of God. I want you to put your mind today on as you get ready to go to work and you don't want to go, put your focus on, I have the opportunity to go somewhere and do what God has called me to do. Even if it's a job you don't like, make it one. Because wherever he puts you and you are right there, you have the possibilities and the responsibility to grow and to nurture that what God has given you, the gift that he's given you. You may be in that cubicle next to that ungrateful, hateful co-worker just because they need to see somebody that smiles through it all. You have an assignment, not just a job, but an assignment. You may be at that house watching, watching those kids, but you have the assignment to instill in them the things of God. You may be at that house by yourself without a job, retired or whatever you are, but you've done what God has called you to do, and now there's more for him to more for you to do because he's going to download it to you as the day goes on. Leave ourselves open for gratitude and thank him for where we are and the ability to do what we're doing, okay? And that'll change your whole attitude, all right? All right. Our prayers go out to Regina King, the actress whose son died, was uh do suicide. My heart really hurts for her. Don't have children, never lost a child. I can't even imagine that pain. So please be praying for the actress, Regina King. She, uh, her son committed suicide. So definitely our prayers are going out to her on today. Let's go to the word Luke 9 and mm, 
line in 62, and it reads, And Jesus said unto him, No man, having put his hand to the plow, and looking back, is fit for the kingdom of God. Let me say that again for those in Japan, those that are tuned in in California, Calabasas, that is, in Sacramento this morning. Thank you for tuning in. Washington, D.C., New York City. Thank you for tuning in. Jersey, New Jersey, I appreciate you. On today, Chicago, we appreciate you. On today, Atlanta, Georgia, thank you for tuning in. But he says, no man, not one having put his hand to the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom of God. Oh, how many times have you stopped and started, stopped and started, started and stopped, stopped and started? And then you started looking back. You got started good. You were really doing a good thing. Then all of a sudden you started looking back at who wasn't coming. Like, I wonder what's wrong with them. I wonder what they finna do. Ain't nobody else helping me. Ain't nobody else going. Well, I got to do all this here. And every time you look back, you lost some kind of ground. You were almost where you needed to be, but you kept stopping to look back at who shot John, <laughs> so they say. Or who's not doing what, or who's not coming, who's not celebrating, who's not applauding, who's not pushing, who's not helping, instead of staying focused on what God called you to do. It's a cost to do what God called us to do. It's been a cost for me for over 30-something years to get up at the break of day, before daybreak, to get on a radio and to encourage people when sometimes I myself don't feel encouraged. It has been a cost to do that. But I do it because I counted up the cost. He showed me where he wanted to take me. And these are the steps that I must follow in order to get there and be faithful and diligent. There was times when I was working in the backwoods of Conroe, Texas, and I was crying and hurting before I got to the radio station, going through personal problems. But once that on-air light came on, I had to be Jerry P. Beasley of KYOK. There's a cost to that, and I couldn't look back. Did I ever look back? Of course. Did I stop? Yes, I did, but I got back at it. I'm encouraging you today that if you're going to do anything that God has called you to do, there is a cost to doing it. You may start out with a whole bunch of people, but that's not always where you're going to end up. You may start out connected strong to some people, but that's not always where you're going to end up because nobody counts the cost of change. Nobody sometimes, most of the times, don't cost count the cost of maturity or lifestyle changes. There were friends I had back in the day, we always thought we were going to hang out at the club and drink, drink, drink. But then there was a lifestyle change. I became a minister and that was over. That was a wrap. And the conversation hit different. We just didn't have anything in common. But I can't go back there because back there is not going to help me get to where he's called me to get to. You can't go back to some places because back there it's not going to produce what he told you needed to be produced in order for you to do what he called you to do. Talked to a young journalist the other day who says, I just want to quit. I'm going to fire my whole crew. You guys just got started. You guys were doing wonderful. But you didn't count the cost of when there be disagreements. You don't throw the whole baby out with the bathwater because of one disagreement. You find a place where you can compromise and get along for the sake of the position. But if you never count the cost that sometimes you may not agree, you're going to be frustrated and quit. Sometimes the thing ain't going to work. <laughs> you got to call a repairman. It's a cost to be the boss. But yet we've got to keep on, keep on pushing. 
I heard the Lord say this morning, I really did, in my right ear, like they say. But I heard the Lord says, I'm plucking up the pullers, and I'm planting the pushers. The pullers are those that are pulling on you, pulling on you, pulling on you, pulling on you. And you're trying to get somewhere, but you cheap on trying to be backwards because they're pulling you back. Saying, no, 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 leave us. Don't do this. Don't do that. Don't do that. I need you to do this. I need you to do that. But the pushers are those who said, turn your head. Don't you dare look back. You got somewhere to be and there are people waiting on you. That's what a trainer does in a gym. When you feel like giving up, they put that hand in that back. That's why I don't have one. Don't do that. Hold on. <laughs> do it how I want to do it. But if I really want to do it right, you get a trainer. Who will tell you, no, you can't stop. You got 10 more to do. 10, 10 more. We're going to get one through tall cold. Though. Don't worry about it. But nonetheless, many of us need the pusher. So he's plucking up the pullers, those that are just pulling on you. But sending the pushers, those that will push you to continue to keep your head forward and keep going because you got somewhere to be. And until you get those, and if you don't have those, guess what you got? You got the Holy Spirit, the unctioning on the inside of you, telling you, don't look back. Stranger danger, don't listen to that. Don't go there. Don't reconnect with this. And that, that is stagnant, dead, and unproductive. You've got your hands on this plow and you've got somewhere to go and you got to get there. So you got to keep it pushing. That's what we're talking about on a Keep It Moving Monday morning. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just come to you on today and we say, Lord, thank you. Thank you that we've counted up the cost. Thank you that we know that it's expensive, but the beautiful thing is you paid it all. All we need to do is line up with your word. All we need to do is be integral with what we owe. And what we owe is obedience. What we owe is diligence. What we owe is faithfulness. What we owe is commitment. What we owe is loyalty to you, to you and you alone. God, we thank you today that we know how to pay right because we have a good credit score in heaven. God, we thank you today, God, when we feel like stopping, you feel like pushing. When we feel like quitting, you keep say go. God, we thank you today when we throw in the towel, you threw it back. We thank you today that our steps are ordered and not obligated. We thank you that our ears are open to your voice and a stranger we will not follow. We thank you that we follow your lead because you have the trail that leads us out of every trial. We thank you that you stir up the gifts in us to keep us to push on and keep on moving on. We thank you that we shall get to the other side because there's something and someone waiting on us on the other side. So we will not be teetered, we will not be hindered, and we will not be stopped. Even if we try to stop ourselves God, we thank you that the Holy Spirit in us will say, push on and keep it moving. God, we thank you today that you're opening doors that no man can close and closing doors that no man can open. We thank you today that you're going before us and making the crooked places straight and every rough edge smooth. We thank you that your hand of favor and protection is on us. We thank you that you're enlarging our territory, God. And for that, we give you glory. We thank you today for a push in the atmosphere. We thank you for a push for those that feel like giving up. A push for those that feel like sleeping late when you said, get up and do what you know you need to do for you because of you. Because we give you glory, God, that in every time you tell us to make a sacrifice, it's not about us, but what you have for us to give to others. And so, God, we thank you today for the wind that pushes us in our back, saying, don't look back, but go straight ahead. God, we give you glory today that your will and purpose will be done and accomplished in our lives as we keep it pushing and not looking back. 
Now, at least we be rude. We say good morning, Father. Good morning, Son. And good morning, Holy Spirit. You are welcome in this place. You're welcome in this radio station. You're welcome over these airways. You're welcome in our homes. You're welcome in our cars. You're welcome in our jobs. You're welcome in our schools. You're welcome in our Zoom rooms. You're welcome under the freeway and you're welcome under the alleyway. You're welcome in the nursing home and you're welcome in the ICU room. You're welcome in the living room and you're welcome in the bedroom. You're welcome in the uh, uh, jail crack house and you're welcome in the jailhouse. And you're definitely welcome in the White House to pluck up and plant all at the same time. From the White House to the church house, right on back to our house. Everything that need not be, pluck it up. And everything that should be, please plant it. And God, while you're plucking and planting, please go ahead and reveal and deal with every plot, plan, scheme, and trick of the enemy. Everything that came to sabotage, everything that came to destroy, everything that came to pull on us illegally, God, we thank you you reveal it and deal with it and shut it down. We thank you today that we do not look back. We thank you today that our hands are firmly on the plow and we keep pushing ahead. We thank you today that you're bringing the pushers in our life to keep us moving because we've got somewhere to go, places to go, people to see, and things to do. And we give you the glory in Jesus' name. We just prayed that thing. Now get up and push. Get up and push. Get up and push. Nothing seems to be working. Tired from two jobs, and your body's steady hurting. You feel like there's no hell, there's no one to call. You seem like the best ain't good enough, but you gotta give it your all. Don't give up, don't give in. You gotta keep on pushing. Yeah, yeah.
One place folks won't find you this season is stuck. No, they won't. They won't find you in the same place of procrastination. Why? Because you kept on pushing, because you recognize and realize you got to keep moving forward. That's what we're talking about on the Keep It Moving Monday morning. Hallelujah, hallelujah. 
he makes all things new, including you, and you shall follow him forward. You are not who you used to be. You're not where you used to be. You are moving forward. The places they won't find you in 22 is stuck. And many people are going to look for you in that familiar place of stuck or just barely doing enough. But they're going to be like, where did they go? They gone. Where did they go? They went forward. And guess what? They're not looking back. Let me tell you, he said it earlier this morning. I heard him. He said, I'm plucking up pullers and I'm planting pushers. Those who won't pull on you, but those that will push you. Those that will tell you to stay straight ahead and keep going. And the way you know your pullers is they keep up. The way you know your pushers is they keep pushing you even when they don't have nothing to do with where you're going. Sometimes people will push you because they're part of the plan. But there's others who will push you because of the plan. And they don't have to have anything to do with the plan. I want to give a shout out to Dr. Cynthia J. Hickman. I'm so proud of this woman of God, this powerhouse, this man. She's like a scientist. Let me tell you, a researcher, smart, smart. But I'm so happy for her because she is going to be the commencement speaker Saturday, January the 29th for Walden University graduates where she herself has graduated. She's doing major things in medicine. And I thank God for even connecting us together. But she is a pusher. She is one that goes, JP, and she doesn't have to have anything to do with what I'm doing. And I'm one that push her because I don't know nothing about what she getting ready to do. She talked that big talk, okay? That talk like, wait, wait, wait a minute, what that word mean? What, 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 what did you just say? Huh? Let me go Google that real quick. Anyway, but I can still push her because I know where she's going. And where she's going, she's going to help many to get to where they're going. Let's learn to be pushers in this hour. Pushers get paid too. How do pushers get paid? Because they have the peace of mind knowing that they can push somebody else to their purpose and knowing because what they've done for somebody else, God is going to do the same for them. He's going to light the way for you as well. Pushers get paid. You get your way lit as well as you help somebody along their way. And the best help you can give is not just a cash out. Now, I don't mind it. <laughs> I ain't going to say, don't do that. Okay? But the best way you can help somebody is just say, go, you go, you go, you go. And that's what we're here to do as we go along this path because we're not going to put our hands to the plow and look back wondering who everybody, where everybody at and wonder who coming and who ain't coming. We're not doing that. He said we're not fit to work for him when we do that. He said once we put our hand to the plow, no matter what, whew, and that's a hard thing to swallow, no matter what, we got to keep it moving, even when we don't know. He'll like the way, ask him. Because these days I'll be like, what you want me to do? Where you want me to go? I don't know. He'll be like, let me light the way. Okay? Okay. Let's go.
be a beat, I see the T-O-R. Got a picture game face on, don't be fake, don't go from low to high. Sign the name, just call it the name, and you'll be fine. Did you hear what that man said? He said, the winning starts first with your mindset. You change that, you can win that. That is the God-given truth. You can't get anything or win anything, accomplish anything with a bad mindset. As Joyce Myers would say, thinking, thinking. If your thinking is off, if your perception of stuff is always off, if you always see stuff off because of how somebody did you or because of past hurt or past trauma, it's going to keep you stagnant. And no man who puts his hand to the plow can look back. I'm going forward, Lord, but I still can't forget what they said. I still can't forget what they did. Now, video popped up. Let me say this. An old video, me and Pinky, we was up here one day, and we did a, you know, we do our little after-the-show kind of talks. And one time, me and Pinky fell out, believe it or not. We did. We human, you know. She said something that did something, and I was mad. She was mad. But then we made up. You know how people do. And so that's why it's good not to get in people's business because they're going to make up later. Trust. Especially when it's purpose. But anyway, she had unfollowed me. And so when we made up, she told me she had unfollowed me, but she refollowed me now that we made up. And I said, oh, you unfollowed me? And she said, yeah, I did. I unfollowed you on social media. I said, oh, my goodness. Okay. And so we was happy. She brought me all kind of bags of skins, different flavors of skins. Okay. And I took them gladly. And a Diet Sun Kiss when I was drinking Diet Sun Kiss. Okay. So she bought me that and I ate them. I was blessed. But I went right home and I unfollowed her because I thought about it. I said, no, she didn't. Now, we had made up. We were going forward. But the minute I got quiet and got to myself, I started thinking. She unfollowed me, Mary P. I didn't do that to her. She was the one wrong. And baby, I unfollowed her. Then when she found out I unfollowed her, she told me, you need to follow me back since I followed you back. And I told her, say something followable. <laughs> and we left it like that. But I did end up following her again. Okay, but the point of the story is, if you're going to forgive somebody, forgive them. You can't. I did it. So I'm telling you that now because you're going to be on my Facebook page. But she up there lying and telling everybody else what to do. No, I'm not. I'm telling you what I did. 
Anyway, if you're going to forgive them, you're going to forgive them. doesn't mean you have to reconnect unless you choose to reconnect. If you're going to do something that you left alone and then you decide you're going to go back, okay, but you know that it wasn't good for you, then that's on you, okay? You can't blame anybody. You can't, you can't blame God. You can't because he said you got to put your hand to the plow and keep it moving. Now, what I was supposed to do is as we agreed to make up, as we agreed to let bygones be bygone, I was supposed to keep moving forward with what we agreed upon. But instead, I ate them free skins and drunk that diet sun kiss and unfollowed that girl. I was wrong. And I told the world I was wrong. Now that I got good sense, this is the deal. If it's something that can't be repairable, just because, doesn't mean you have to reconnect. But if it's something that you need to reconnect to, reconnect, but keep going. Don't stop. Don't stop because there's the disconnect right then and there. Keep it moving if he's telling you to keep it moving. If it's supposed to be back together again, he brings it back together again. And you focus on what's ahead, not what's on behind. Because the more you meditate on what's behind you, it's going to frustrate you. Trust me and believe me when I say that. Get with somebody. And if you don't have somebody to get with, get with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Touch and agree that you're going to put your hands to the plow and you're going to keep it moving. And you're not looking back to stay there. Sometimes you may look back and say, oh, Lord, you brought me from a mighty long way. But not to stay there, that's the same as driving a car. You can't look back for a long period of time while you're still driving. Somebody going to have a wreck. Not me. Do you agree? We're keeping it moving on the Keep It Moving Monday morning.
right all things are possible in Christ we're coming out of Luke 9 and 62 and it reads Jesus said to him no one who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is fit for the kingdom meaning once we say yes to God once we are committed to do what he has called us to do once we said okay let me get in this and let's go for it we cannot consistently keep looking back and stopping and saying I can't I'm quitting I'm not gonna do this because the temptation is there to do that and I'm not saying I've never done that. I have looked back and i like, oh, it was easier doing it this way than it is to do it that way. But the unctioning of the Holy Spirit begins to tell you, turn your head back to where I told you to face your, your focus and keep that thing moving. And we have to comply with the Holy Spirit. Now, he said all things are possible through Christ. His plans do not fail. What the church did to some of us growing up, and I'll admit for me, they just told us, whatever you do, you do it in the name of Jesus. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. And I believe that. I really did. I believe that with all my heart. But some things didn't happen the way I wanted it to happen. Just because I put Jesus' name in it didn't mean it was going to happen the way I wanted it to happen. So I had an opportunity to be mad with God and kind of look at them side eyes sometimes. Like, I thought if I did this, you was going to do this. Where, where, where were you at? I did what I was supposed to do. Where you at? He said, I was in the thing further ahead. You were just right there. You were looking at the good. I was looking at the great. I did it. I just didn't do it the way you wanted it done because the way you wanted it done was too small. I had a greater purpose for what I wanted to accomplish through you. Silly. Ha! That's how he talked to me. I don't know how he talked to you, but that's how he talks to me. So that's what keeps my hand on the plow. I take time out while I'm plowing to keep talking to God. Yeah. 
promises that we can gain wisdom and understanding. So looking for God. Pastor Kimberell, listen, I listen for God in everything, okay? I listen for God in Jew joint music. Trust and believe I do. I listen for God on billboards. I look for a word straight from the Lord, a ring word, and I've looked up and saw it on a billboard, okay? I listen for God before I make moves, and sometimes I've missed it, and I know that you have missed it too. Therefore, before we put our hands to that plow, make sure we've added up the cost. Make sure we heard from God that this is the plow that we're supposed to put our hands to. And even when we've heard from God, even when we know it's him, trust and believe that enemy will still come up later and try to make you confused. Like, should I, 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 I shouldn't have, what did I do? And you know you heard from God. When, you, when he's not telling you to do anything different, what do you do? Continue to do what you're doing. Continue to proceed forward. If he didn't tell you stop, halt, drop, and fall, then you keep going forward. You heard him. You got to know that you know that you know that you heard him. And guess what? Even if we miss him, the beautiful thing about God is he knows exactly where we are. And he knows how to bring us right back to where we need to be. When we open our ears, open our heart, and are attentive to the sound and the voice of God. I love that song. 